0: Welcome to Macedonian Postcards. My name is David Belidis. And we're your hosts for this show. It's brought to you by EaseVore Music. You can look at our website at easevormusic.com. That's spelled I-Z-V-O-R, music.com We're going to introduce the Macedonian Postcard podcasts with stories about how we actually got started on this project. Draghi, why don't we talk a little bit about how you and I even met each other to begin with?
1: I met David in, in 2002, when I came to for the second time uh, to the States, to Seattle. And actually, it was all Mary's fault, Mary Sherhead's fault. She was organizing this, uh, the New Land Choir. Yes, evening.
0: I think that's it, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I was invited to do a Macedonian number. And she suggested I'd be accompanied by some guy, David Belidis, who plays kaval, tambura,
0: all these 75 instruments. And that's how I met David. You know, let's back up a little bit. Mary Shearhart is a, a, a well known singer in Seattle. She sings walk uh, and music from many different places. And she's been a, a longtime friend of both of us. Actually she met you many years ago, not just in two thousand and two. Why don't you tell that story? That's a great story. No,
1: I met Mary in nineteen seventy when I came to the States to Seattle the first time. And actually Mary learned the first Balkan song for me and it was Trigodini Kate Bolen Legum. And once in a while we do remember that time and we do sing, you know, together the song. Uh, in fact, we had a couple of performances, just, you know, kind of, you know, a reminiscence of the time when we met.
0: So she formed this choir in 2002, and my experience was that Mary called me up uh, one day and asked me to, if I was interested in, in playing kaval with a Macedonian singer, and I said, sure, since uh, they are far and few between here in, in Seattle. In fact, um, Draghi, you're really the first Macedonian uh, singer I've actually accompanied on Caval. On so we um, met at Mary's house um, and I, I remember just being really excited about and nervous about playing in front of you because I knew that you had recorded for Radioscopia many years ago and I, I knew the, I wanted to sound good for you. So we had a good time and uh, I believe that the, uh, the concert ended up going really well. So after that concert... Um, Again, the next time, the next project we had was another Mary Sherhart project that was Songs and Stories.
1: Yeah, uh, it was Songs and Stories, a wonderful project, wonderful idea, and it was not. It was a song, actually an evening with a Macedonian singer featuring Macedonian music, featuring Bosnian music and Greek music. There right. were three of us, which right. was kind of, you know. Uh, Balkan stories and each one of us uh, was presenting the favorite, the most, you know, songs which uh, each one of us carried in our souls. So that was evening of expressing our souls.
0: It was a very intimate evening, a, a very small uh, cafe, Cafe Paloma in, in Seattle. And um, we, uh, we worked really hard on, I remember working really hard on that show and I thought it, it just was a beautiful evening all around. So that was two projects that we had together at that time. And then I guess what happened is that um, uh, both Mary and I ended up speaking with the organizers of the EEFC Music and Dance Workshops. This is run by the Eastern European Folklife Center. And every year they have a, a music and dance workshop on Balkan music, one on the East Coast and one on the West Coast. And um, basically, I just felt that you had to had to be there. People had to hear you sing and and uh, uh, get uh, learn your learn some of your repertoire and have you teach there. So both Mary and I ended up calling them, and and you got invited to teach one year. And I remember uh, trying to explain this this camp to you. What was your <laughs> uh, impression when you heard this? You're, you're laughing and uh
1: Well, you were talking, but. I was trying to imagine the camp, and it's not that it was the first time I had seen a camp of that kind, but this is really uh, something else, something different from what I had seen before from my previous experience. I was very much impressed seeing so many people, so many musicians, dancers, singers, at the same place, at the same time. And the very first moment, uh, I mean the, the very first morning after we got there, I woke up early and I could see, see people early in the morning, you know, still singing, playing music. That was something, something different. I had never experienced that before. Mm. And I was nervous at that point, because that was my first time, uh, teaching music uh, in front of so many people. And of course, you know, I was nervous because I wanted to do my best. And I think I did at that point, I did, but the next year was a lot better, and the following year was even a lot
0: more. Right, better. you become pretty much a, a regular teacher there now. I think they you got a lot of very positive feedback from the students, and uh, they really want you to come back every year. I think it was the first year we started recording here at my house. Because your repertoire was... You had a few repertoire uh, pieces that were on CDs or, nah, or on tapes, old tapes or MP3s, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Actually, uh, some of the songs, I don't have recorded copies. I did not have, actually. Yeah, that's right. And I asked yeah. you to help me, accompanying me in a kawal or a tarabuka so we can make some recordings, you know, for the students, they can practice later after right. the camp. Right, And I remember uh, the first one we had was uh, a of Gora, which we did in your living room, and a very simple tape recorder and...
0: Oh, that's right. It wasn't down here. Uh, no, no, and no, no, the no, computer no. yet, no, was no. it?
1: No, it was upstairs. And it turned out to be kind of a good sound, and we both sounded good. And then later on, I don't know who exactly the idea was. Was it yours? I think it was yours. We're still kind of, you know, having fun. And then we came downstairs in the
0: the studio. ago we um, recorded a series of, of songs initially um, uh, for, for, the camp. For, the camp. for the camp you know I just remembered actually though that before that before that we had tried to get you um, uh, a grant um, through the Jack yeah. Straw Foundation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually the first first thing. Idea we of recording. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the, right. The Jack Straw Foundation in Seattle does a lot of wonderful work with artists um, of all sorts and uh, musicians. They have a studio, and they offer grants to musicians from different cultures who are presenting bodies of work and could benefit from studio time. The grant is basically studio time. So we tried to get Draghi uh, one of these grants, but we missed the deadline. And then camp was coming up, so we didn't have any way recording anything for him. So that's when this whole project actually actually started. So getting back to uh, over a year ago now, well over a year ago, we recorded, at, I don't know, was it about 10 numbers here with um, Draghi singing and me uh, playing various instruments and trying to engineer and trying to learn the software. It was basically a bit of a zoo down here. And we finished and... Draghi went to camp, and you got some nice feedback on the recordings, I think, didn't you? Yeah,
1: actually, yeah. That's how, actually, uh, was the final decision and you know, putting those uh, recordings on a CD, which would be, you know, for the... For the camp, right? Yeah, for the camp. And uh, actually, the response of the students was, they really loved it. They really loved the song. They really really loved the idea of uh, me being put on a CD, and... They could not believe that all the music was done by one person, mm-hmm. Mr. David Belides. And Mr. Draghi
0: Spasovski. Yeah, so
1: with, you know, just to make it short, they loved it, and that was a great encouragement to both of us. Yes,
0: and the other thing that really must be said is that although Draghi recorded for Radioscopia for many years and made hundreds, hundreds of Over hundreds, yeah. Over hundreds of recordings, he had never uh, uh, recorded a CD. There had been no... Um there'd been no tape cassette release of you either mm-hmm. had there. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just felt it was important because I've gotten so much um personal joy and out uh, of Macedonian folk music and felt like this is a way to, to give back some by helping Draghi uh, record record CD. This brings us to last November we had a um a fateful dinner. At the Azteca Restaurant uh, <laughs> yeah. in East Lake, um, where we dis- business dinner. Oh, excuse me. Yes, it was a business dinner, and uh, we we talked about how to make this recording happen, and we tossed it back and forth so we get some other people in the United States who also play this music. There's some Macedonians living in the United States, and I think at one point you said, "You know, if I was do no, 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 you huh. want to tell that part?" Uh, yeah, Go no, ahead.
1: Well, no, you're doing fine, but this is uh, the idea. To get people musicians from the camp attending the camp right right and from different parts of the united states and for somehow all of us getting together and making a band and uh do the recordings but then i said that's going to be a very very big problem because you don't have people at one uh, plays. Yeah, they spread out all over the country. Exactly. So getting them together, getting the time when everybody's available, then uh, recording in a studio, that'd be a big problem. And then I said, you know, there are some people in New York, some Macedonian musicians, like Tony Yankulovsky, and uh, there is Sado, and there's different musicians. And then you said, why don't you go to New York and then I said, but you know, there's not a guided player in there. And you said, well, let's bring a guided player from Macedonia. And then I, in a joke, I said, well, why don't I go to
0: Skopje and get all these people, you know, over there? And then it's sort of like we both paused <laughs> and we realized, well, this is, this is the obvious way to go. This, it's obvious now that we're talking about it that, that Draghi has to go to Macedonia and record with people that know him, that he knows, where they'll know the repertoire, where the instruments will be there where it would be much, much easier. And that's how this whole project, 3D CD project started. And we talked about, well, you know, you have a very wide repertoire, Draghi, and we're trying to figure out, well, how how can we record? Um, how, what kind of CD do we want to make? Yeah. And we ended up deciding to record two CDs in Macedonia, one with uh, Goran Alachki, who plays uh, accordion, and one with Stefcia Stoykovski. Who plays uh, gaida? Is what an instrument? He, he yeah,
1: I'm not only gaida, but uh, all, uh, all of uh, this uh, gaida, shuba,
0: everything. So once we decided that it was the ball was rolling, and um, we ended up sending Draghi to Macedonia where he recorded two CDs in uh, four weeks, I think it was. Yeah, so two four CDs weeks. worth of which were then mixed also at the same time. It yeah, was, it's recording. It was and a mixing. marathon. Marathon. And
1: the thing is, you know, not only that, you know, uh, we had previous uh, conversations with Goran Al-Lajki. We told, uh, send him the list of the songs, remember?
0: Well, we not only sent the list, we also recorded every yeah. snippets from every song with the keys and the, yeah, exactly. and the melodies and everything exactly. so he can make a playlist, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But the thing was, we did not uh, uh, get all these uh, previous, you know, conversations with Stef Czojkowski. So I had to do that when I went there, remember? All right, you
0: had to arrange everything with Stef when you got so there. So
1: that means in four weeks, it's not only that, only, not only recordings, but he also had to write the arrangements of the songs and everything else. So four weeks was, it's a record time. I got off the airplane. I went overnight, slept overnight in my mom's house. And the next day, in afternoon, around two o'clock, I was in the studio. Mm-hmm. we were right, recording that's right. the next that's day right. the day I after you arrived yeah.
0: yeah that's right and here we are almost a year later from that dinner at the Azteca and you have three CDs that are they're beautiful CDs we're going to play some examples for you in each podcast Draghi before we close this first show I think it's important to to mention that uh, this whole project is dedicated to your mom Raina Spasoska, who uh, sang all the time when you were growing up and in fact was recorded by Radioscopia as well and you learned most of your songs?
1: You can say something like 90% of the songs of the music I sing, I know. I have learned from, ma- from my mom as you put it, uh, she was a singer for me in the family, in the house since I was a child and of course you know uh, the music had to come from her mm-hmm. and she passed away this last summer.
0: During the making of these
1: CDs. Yes, exactly. And I just want to express my gratitude, David, to you for making it possible uh, that something is dedicated to her, Mm. to her life, to her music. And uh, you agreed when I made a suggestion the whole three series, this project, to be dedicated to my mother, mm-hmm. Reina Spasovska. Yeah. And I'm very grateful.
0: Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's an honor for me. We'll be talking more about your mom and, and you growing up, and we'll be playing some of her songs uh, during other shows. You've been listening to Macedonian Postcards, brought to you by izvormusic.com. Македонска разгледница
1: представено од We're
0: your hosts, David и Dragi Spasovski. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. што
1: бевте со нас и до слушания.